Welcome to episode 45 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 5th of July, 2017, and I'm Darren. Joining me as always is Terry. Boncher. Terry, how are we? Uh, you know what? I'm not too bad. Yeah, we're recording a little bit later than usual uh, due yeah. to uh, some real world issues. So, Real life strikes again. Yeah, yeah. So before I start whinging, tell me, what have you been doing, Terry? Not a lot, really. A lot of work, a lot of driving, a lot of... Nothing really. It's been back to not normal. in a bad way. Yeah, back to normal. <laughs> but with um, additional driving. With additional driving, yeah. Um, the only kind of, well, it's not much of a thing. Sunday, I went out for a pleasant walk after you and me had played a game that we will talk about later. Mm, um, yes. I went I went for a bit of a drive. Um, went, you know, to Greenhead Park. No mm. one knows where that is mm. that's listening. But I decided to go out there because it was nice and sunny on Sunday. Uh, and then I went for a walk and stayed out there for about two, three hours. There were yeah. things going on around. Greener Park's quite nice when there's events on. It's not bad. I don't think I've been up there for like 10, 12 years, if not longer than that. All right. Uh, so it's quite nice to see what, kind of what they've done to it, which is, you know, they've tarred it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Got a tan. I say a tan, I got burnt. You went red. Okay. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I, a couple of weeks ago, I did actually manage to get a sunburn um, in overcast rain. Fantastic. Uh, so being in the blaring sun, which is about 20 odd degrees. Uh, yeah, I was cooked. Nice. Which is always, it's not bad. And, mm. you know, got a nice golden tan to me, so it's all good. Awesome. Um, kind of the only other thing. So I've, <sighs> I finally dropped on Amazon Prime, Darren. Finally. They coaxed me in with the £59 for the year. You, you know uh, what? You're not the first person I've seen a number of people on Twitter say, mm, £79, no, £59, yeah, sure. It's like a quid know, and a half a month. <laughs> it, it felt right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like the right time to do it. So I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to drop on the £59 and, yeah, just take advantage because... Um, the woman I work with uh, was telling me because she has Amazon Prime as well. Yeah. Um, I know you and me had already talked about the benefits and, and kind of all the video stuff and all that shiz. Um, and then find out that we have Prime Now in the area. Ooh, dangerous. So, yeah. That's a, I need something now. And it turns up an <laughs> yeah. hour late like, shit, I didn't really need it. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. So I feel like I've been given this unwieldy power of being able to make things magically appear at the house uh, within the hour. I'm going to try and use these powers wisely. Did you uh, know? So I was looking at this the other weekend, and hmm. in, I, I'm not sure if the pantry stuff comes with now. I believe it does, yeah. So, okay. So you can get you can get beer at about 60p more than the supermarket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that could essentially turn up within the hour. That's That's some scary shit. Yeah, so um, just having a, uh, I've got the Prime Now app. I mm. downloaded all the Amazon shit just to kind of have a look. Yeah, um, yeah, it's all the pantry stuff. Uh, yeah, chilled beer, wine, and cider. You is see, kind of the, one of the main. The, the good thing I've got at the moment is I run out of beer. Then that's it. I stop drinking. Mm-hmm. If I can say, "Give me more beer," and it turns up like an hour later. Yeah, what's scary is games and that are on here as well. Shit, so yeah. yeah, it's just like. I think there's some tech stuff as well. I know there's the Amazon devices stuff. They get delivered to you within the hour, and it's just like, ah, oh, 
it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. But you know, for fifty nine quid, I think I got kind of a steal there. The only kind of one thing that makes me laugh is that the Amazon Music. So I figured I'd give that kind of a little play about just to see what that was like. Yeah. And it's like uh, I just wanted to listen to a song, and it's like you don't have permission to listen to this. It's like why don't you buy Amazon Music Unlimited? And I'm like, I've just paid fifty nine quid for Amazon Prime, which I would have thought would en- encompass all of this, but they're kind of doing what the um, the Amazon Video stuff did with okay. the well, this isn't a part of your subscription. You have to pay for this separately, and it's like, uh, however. I do have uh, Apple Music, so I'm good on that front. But it's nice to have that little bit extra, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I had a look at the Amazon Prime Music, and it was okay, but they do like a two-tier package, so you get a handful of stuff um, under the Prime. But if you want to pay the uh, monthly premium, then you get all the stuff. I think it's like an additional $7.99 a month uh, for Prime Unlimited, but uh, uh, for Music Unlimited, sorry. But... Uh, again, like I say, I've got Apple Music, and if you've got Spotify, then it's pretty much the same stuff anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, I'm just kind of dipping my toe slowly into Amazon Prime. But uh, at that price, like I say, it was it was definitely worth it. Oh, fantastic! So yeah, what about yourself, Darren? Tell me, rant off. What? How? How have you been? Yeah. So so, I mentioned many moons ago that I was going to get be getting the bathroom done, and then yeah. I'd be ranting about it. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't realize how how expensive bathrooms were. So this right. bathroom now is it's normal size bathroom. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. It's not like half the size of the house. It's not like an entire floor. We've been working out bit by bit by bit and ex- additional labor costs and this that and the other. And we're just shy of nine grand. Wow. I know. Uh, and the guy keeps coming. Oh, when you bought so and so, did you did you get so and so? It's like no. <laughs> so I've just placed another well. order now for seventy six quid for something because uh, he needed some seals. Because we've we've gone for some fancy shit, but mm. it it I didn't. I think when you look at it all on face value, you think, oh, well, we just need that bath, we just need that, we need that, we need the underfloor heating, and da 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 da. But then it's all the additional stuff. It's just like you need an RCD for this, you need this for this, and you need this for this, and it's just like fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just things on top of things on top of things yeah and also uh, as he's as he's pulling stuff out is um he's like oh well that's broken we need to replace that and that's broken that we need to replace that and uh that, that cast iron pipe on the back that's no good i can't tap into that so i'm gonna have to replace all that and it's just like oh <laughs> <laughs> now th- this guy uh basically it's it, it's a dad and daughter team uh which is it's right. quite interesting um not hmm. quite sure where they're from uh but it's some eastern european country racist uh, no 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 they're they are they've told okay. me which one um but you've forgotten so you're just going to generalize it with eastern european yes it's better than guessing racist um <laughs> but it's, it's bizarre on two fronts because um apparently okay. he trained in uh, germany for 14 years trained for four okay well, sorry, he worked in Germany for 14 years, and that's where okay, he, sure. he crafted his skill. Yeah. Um, and this bathroom is being done with some proper German efficiency. Right. I shit you not, in the first day, he had removed the entire bathroom, the floor, all the tiles off the walls, everything. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and, and to be honest, I, I'm seeing it on a daily basis, what he's doing, and he's doing a really shit-hot job. Which, you know, you, you're getting what you pay for, so it, it sounds like it's going good. 
Yeah, yeah, it's going good. It's just costly, so pretty much on it every day. It's just like, did you buy X? And I'm like, no, I didn't need. I don't know. I needed X. And he's like, ah, yeah, we need X. And I'm like, okay, I'll order one of those. You just turn around and say, but do you actually need X? Do you, Do you really need it? Well, yeah. So we could do that, but um, but yeah, yeah. So that that's going well, but it. So I was I was only meant to be home for two days throughout the entire thing because I hate working from home when uh, right. when there's work being done on the house because you mm-hmm. just get a layer of dust you can't concentrate and there's hammering and all the rest of it going on so I've had to deal with that all the time which has be, been an absolute pain um, but what what makes me laugh this guy is um, as I said it works really efficiently but very noisily and messy mm. and I shit you not you, you know on the Muppets you know the uh, Swedish chef. Yeah, and that there's nothing to do with Eastern European. This, <laughs> this is, imagine, imagine putting the Swedish chef into the bathroom to rip out a bathroom suite. It's like do 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 bits flying everywhere, and his daughter just picking up the bits and taking them outside to the skip. Nice. It's 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 a wonder to see. It's it's really fucking amazing. Does the does the daughter do? Is he training her up, or is she just kind of... So from what I can gather, um, she's worked for hi- uh, with him for the last two years. Um, okay. So she's trained up on the basic stuff, like she's um, done the electrics and some of the stuff where he's done a lot of the heavier manual labor stuff. Right, okay. And then their other son, he's just been through tech to do like bathroom design. So I think they're, they're creating this big family company. Sure. Okay. So, but yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely really impressed with the work. Um, but my God, are they noisy. I mean, I didn't expect replacing a bathroom to be a quiet job, but... No, 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 but they're, they're, they're managing to make noises from... I mean, it's like the other day, because um, he, he speaks very little English. Um, well, he, he speaks mm, it, but okay. he prefers speaking his um, his native tongue. Uh, so him and his daughter are always talking like that. Um, and she just translates the bits that he can't be asked saying in English. Sure. Uh, so there'll be things like she's like, all oh, right. So that door frame, if we tile it up to it, it's got like a, a curved edge. Um, so we can either use that or we can put a new one in. So yeah, my dad says, "Can you rip it off?" I went, um, "Yeah, sure." He's like, and I just heard this giggle come and just this rip. <laughs> so this massive wood chunk him off the wall. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna leave you to that. Yeah. So it, it's a, it's a very interesting experience. I mean, they're, they're kind of rocking up at eleven. In the morning, leaving about four-ish. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, this is going to take a while, isn't it? I mean, well, yeah. I would have thought they'd have been there, like, first thing in the morning and, uh, like, literally first thing in the morning, work maybe until about four or five-ish. No, 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 rock about 11-ish, leave about... But, a... I mean, with the German efficiency, surely they can get shit done. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, as I said, as it stands at the moment, the bathroom's ready for stuff going in, so they've replaced all the floor placed all the soil stack, uh, piped it all up and all the rest of it, and they're just waiting to put stuff in now. I was quite impressed with the picture that you sent me the other day. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the, the anti-bathroom. Just fuck all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose the benefit is at least you've got downstairs. Yeah, so that's kind of been a first world problem. That I mean, luckily, we, we are very lucky. We've got a shower room upstairs and we've got a bathroom downstairs as well. Uh, well, mm-hmm. kind of a half bathroom, a, a toilet and a sink. Uh, but in the morning, it's just like, ah, oh, go downstairs to the toilet, then up for a shower, then back down, clean my teeth. And it's just like, man, first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did get a notification to my watch this morning that said by about, well, when was I driving to work? Uh, it was probably about half- 10 to 5 to 8. You'd already hit like a movement goal for the day. And I'm like, but how? 
Well, so that, that's because I, I kind of got up and I, what did I do? I, I think I woke up at like about 10 past six and I thought, you know what? I'm going out for a run. I haven't, because <clears> I've been working from home for the last three days, I just felt so lethargic and I thought, no, I'm going for a run. I need to go for a run. Sure, okay. So off I went. No, fair enough. So that was quite nice. Um, let's see. Uh, not to go on too much, but eBay, the the whole eBay experience is killing me, man. Now, you're not a stranger to eBay. No. Uh, no. Uh, selling things, but uh, why? What's, what's, what's got you back up now? Well, not my backup as such. So, you know, I've got yeah. the new iPad. Mm. Um, so I finally got around to selling the old one. Uh, okay. Went quite well. 230 quid I got for it, which wasn't bad at all. For an iPad? Uh, iPad Air. Eh? Okay. Wow. Okay. So that's not bad. Uh, I sold that, and I, uh, I. Uh, long story short, but I ended up buying the Spider-Man DVD box set by mistake, and when I wanted the Blu-ray one, couldn't return it. Blah blah blah. There's a, there's a whole story, yeah. but it's boring. Okay. So I decided to flog that on eBay as well. Sure. Okay. So, long story short, I I, I sent the DVD out. I put the normal postage that I put on those things as a large letter because it's just within the large letter sizing. Um, right. Sent it out, got an email from the woman saying, yeah, it's been a week, haven't received it. I'm like, really? Shit. Oh, I'm going to have to do a refund here. Then uh, she says, oh, but there is something at the post office for me. So even though I only sold it for a fiver, I had to refund her three quid. Did she? I'm guessing that means she had to pay that little bit extra to get it released. Yes, she had to pay three quid to get it released because it was like a couple of mil too big. And I was like, oh. fucking Jesus. I know, I know. So I had to refund that. So basically, this thing that I bought by mistake, I essentially made two quid on it. So anyway, yes. I'm done with that. Um, iPad Air, sold that. I got an email from her on Monday and it had been a week. And it was pretty much saying... Where's my iPad? I paid X amount for delivery. This is a bit of a joke. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I checked all the tracking details. There have been three false deliveries or nice. delivery attempts, uh, unable to access premises and all the rest of it. So I had to chase that up for the last couple of days and uh, get that delivered to her. So it turned up a week and a half late uh, just because the courier was useless. And uh, I've had a, uh, just, just as we start recording, I refunded her the delivery as well. Fucking hell. I know. It's just like, man. <laughs> right, anyway, so that's that stuff we've done. I'll, I'll quit my morning. Terry, face palm. Ugh. So tell me, mm. what's got up your back, Terry? It's just people being people, Darren. Mm. Just, you know, you know? Just just people being people. No, it's the the, the announcement of uh, the SNES Mini. Yeah, sure. Which, you know, is awesome, because... Video games, they're awesome, right? All right? Yeah. Video games are pretty awesome. You know, older games, they, they're they pretty good too. You know, there's some classics there. Um, the SNES Mini got announced. Naturally, the internet got super excited. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then, you know, I, I guess this is two parts. Nintendo are like, right, okay, we're only doing it probably till the end of this year. And then we're going to, you know, stop the run sort of thing. Yeah. So they're kind of creating this artificial kind of hype and, you know, by n- typical Nintendo standards, they're most likely going to release fuck all yeah, uh, in the way of stock uh, and get people clambering for it and say, oh, we've got really high demand for it. Yes, you have, because you're releasing like two. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they do with every console. Basically, yeah. Um, but the thing that gets me is that, and uh, again, it's people 
been people, uh, the people that are pre-ordering it and then immediately shoving it onto eBay. Uh, massively inflated, yeah. yeah, And massively inflate the price on it. Uh, so people are really clambering to get a hold of these things because they actually genuinely want one. Uh, and then these scalper bastards are just coming in, just like, oh, you can buy one from me, it's like 150 quid. <laughs> I saw them go as high as, um, I can't remember where I was reading the article, but people list them as high as 300 quid, but the going rate uh, was about 200. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I was being generous saying 100 and odd quid. I mean, that's, what is, I, I can't remember what it's retailing as. It's 17, is it right? 79.980 quid, yeah. Um, which I think, because I believe it's, is it a tenner more expensive than the NES was and there's less games on there? Something, something, something like that. But uh, but you get a lot of games preloaded anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's all well and good. I mean, I, I think uh, with the NES, someone had found a way to like. Yeah, put the ROMs on, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is, is cool. I mean, we get into this whole thing about, you know, you can download emulators and you can download you know all this that and the other and sure you can go that way but it's it's cool to have you know this this physical little mini thing uh which is kind of cool uh you know but i i just i just hate the fact that people do that they just like fucking make money off of people's fucking hype for shit like this and that's me complaining that water it's like saying water's wet fuck off you know it's it's People are people, but it just gets my back up because, you know, it's already... I'm not going to say it's already expensive as it is. I think for what it is, maybe it is, and it plays off the nostalgia stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that if I could have got a hold of one, I probably would have got a hold of one. However, I'm not that desperate because I don't really have an affinity for the older Nintendo consoles because I never had them when I was younger. So. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I was Sega. Yeah, I, but I understand that people enjoy these things and, and people want to get a hold of these things and it's just a shitty thing around to be honest with you but I it, it doesn't help that Nintendo create this this artificial demand for it and, yeah. and by releasing fuck all stock and then you've got the people that are, are desperate to make money and kind of make money off of people's desperation and it's just a whole shitty situation all around but yeah and you know to the people that have got them kudos but yeah i did uh i did read something yesterday and i was hats off to amazon uh basically if you've ordered more than one from amazon tough shit you're getting one i did see that today yeah and i was like um, oh, well done which is fair enough because it, then it stops the shit yeah. so um but yeah it, yeah it's just a weird thing um but i mean then you've got um the Segwaying off a little bit, but then you've got Sega with the um, Sega Forever. Mm, okay. Sega Forever, which you know they're giving them away for free. Their model's completely different, but you know it's uh, I don't know, it, just people being people, Darren. It just right. annoys me. Yeah. What about yourself? So just just one thing, which is <laughs> it's got my back up to so ex- so much extreme that I ended up. Creating a login for a particular, um, I'm not, I'm not going to name names, but a, a particular oh, Darren, website, no. <laughs> and uh, then having to wait 24 hours before I could post, then still being annoyed enough to post. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So long story short, so you, you know how uh, I, I probably, in fact, if this was a drinking game, I'm going to say the word Atmos, because <sighs> you know, Atmos. I I, I mm-hmm. like my audio. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. Microsoft have done an amazing thing. 
Okay. So okay. Netflix now do Atmos content. Uh, there's currently only one program. Uh, sorry, only mm-hmm. one film, but it's Atmos okay. and they're going to release a few more over the year. You can only... Uh, the only way you can experience this Atmos is either through an Xbox, which is genius, because it, audiophiles like me are going to go out and get an Xbox if you don't already get one so you can experience this. Sure, yeah. Or there are particular models of 2017 LG TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, the, the 2017 LG TVs come with Atmos technology. So hats off to LG and hats off to Microsoft because people are then going to swing in that direction to if they want to hear this um, Atmos content. Yeah. And I know I'm in a minority and people are like, Darren, sure about Atmos, but I like it, okay? <laughs> Darren, sure about Atmos, goddamn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, following day, I was like, oh, brilliant. Okay, let's just, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm getting Atmos track. So I thought, right, I'll Google um, Netflix and Atmos, uh, see if I can get some more information, see what the content's out, you know, just normal research. Yeah. Um, first post on there was a link to a, a well-known... Um, should we say tech site by a, a well-known um, tech aggregation company? Sure. I'm not going to name names. Okay. But the post said, hundreds of LG owners are all pissed off because they want their <laughs> old 2016 LG TVs to do it, and they've created a petition. And you know how I feel about petitions. <laughs> <laughs> because people need to be heard, Darren. So... So I've then I've then gone away and done some research. I'm like, right, let's just have a look at these 2016 LG TVs because I've got I've got a couple of them around the house. So I had a look, and it's yeah. just like, no, actually, you need the hardware. You need the hardware for this to work. The hardware has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like saying I want my 1080p TV to uh, do 4K, and I want you to do that through a, a firmware update. It doesn't work. It sounds perfect. It sounds perfectly reasonable to me. <laughs> so anyway, the, so they've created this petition. It's got it's got like a four hundred people signed this petition, and it's like, wow, LG are going to be shaking in the boots. But it's the fact it it's got your back up enough to where you feel the need to. It, it's affected you in a way. It, yeah, it, it has. So basically, uh, so I read through this um, this post which had the mm. link in, and it was from. A, a person a particular site and it's just like well i've got the i've got the old b6 tv the one from last year lg should really support their current customers and not focus on the uh on the future customers blah 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 blah, blah. Uh, they, they should update my tv i demand it i demand you update my tv Shit. so it does atmos and it's just like then i started reading through it and i, I so i'm like right well i'm just gonna post it here because I, i've done my research and just say listen <laughs> you you can't do that you can't just you can't just do that and, and i was very nice with my post it was very factual and da, 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 da. and he just came back with some bullshit and it was just something like well blah 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 and it's like oh fuck off here we go <laughs> fingers oh, cracked no. and it's just like blah, blah 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 and it's like you can't do this and i explained the technology and <laughs> i'm putting in links in the post and all the rest of it and he's just come back with some very flamboyant um just some i can't remember it his his theory behind it was something on the line of a, a TV is just like a phone, and mm-hmm. so if you want a new feature on a phone, they just they just release new software and it makes it work. Okay. So people are arguing with him, saying, "No, no, no, it doesn't work like that." It's like, well, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Have you ever talked to a brick wall before? This is just what it was like. <laughs> It sounds like you'd have probably a better conversation. Yeah. Well, anyway, the conversation stopped and I was the last post on there, so I feel like I won. 
until you get a, like a notification to the email, which is like, uh, oh, so-and-so's uh, replied on this uh, forum. It's like, okay. Yeah. The worst thing is this guy is like the editor-in-chief of a particular site. So he, he's not like some... Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all these comments are just... I mean, I, I, <laughs> so much so we were watching something on the weekend and I paused it because I, I'd got a response. And I'm just like, rah, 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 <laughs> telling Christina. <laughs> and I was reading out what he'd um, replied to everybody else. She's like, this guy is an absolute dick. <laughs> she says, I don't really understand technology, but I can see the fault in his what he's responding with. Yeah. That's shocking if i didn't realize it was edited i thought it was just like a his job logs just upset about things ah, right. regular joe sort of no, person. no 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 that's even worse yeah, yeah yeah so but yeah that that really got my backup i mean initially the self-entitled bastards that yes you bought a tv last year technology moves on get over it no no they must update my tv that's it i'm never buying an lg again oh fuck off Oh no! So if if people were wanting to look out, you know, for your posts, guessing it wouldn't be under like D five one two because that make no, it is. It's definitely under that name. Oh right, I was going to say I thought it might be under like Atmos Lover sixty nine nope, nope. with like X's at either side. Nope, nope, nope. No. So I mean, if you do want to find specific posts, just uh, maybe look for Netflix Atmos, and it probably comes on the first page. <laughs> <clears throat> it's yeah, it's shocking. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, yeah, that, that really got my back up because I don't mind if people have a good argument, um, but when people just haven't done the research and the these people are meant to know what they're talking about, um, it, it just really got my back up. Uh, yeah, I mean, not necessarily an argument, but more of an informed discussion. Hmm. And, and that's uh, the thing, I, I wasn't bitchy or anything with the posts that were very factual. Uh, uh, links to even how to Dolby's site on their developer site of how the technology works. <laughs> Down. Yeah, but anyway, right. I feel I feel better for that. I feel like I've got it off my chest. <laughs> so Terry, let's discuss what we've played. So Terry, looking at this list here, you've been quite busy. Yeah, I've been playing some stuff. We've been playing some stuff. Hey, we. Yeah, in fact, let's let's start with that. Let's start with that, Darren. So. The only reason this game is on my radar is because it's something that the console ninjas, so I think it was Jason Willie, uh, played through in co-op uh, for mm-hmm. a midlife gamer event a couple of years back. Yeah. So I knew it was co-op and we got it free for um, Games of Gold and that was Ken Lynch 2. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I had to look on how long to be it. It was only four hours to do the co-op campaign. I thought, you know what? That's perfect for a Sunday morning. Yeah. So we nailed it. We did. <laughs> that um, was an mm, interesting experience. It it was. Uh, it it had its moments. Um, um, I think mainly because we were playing it together, and and it was it was just kind of us just chatting shit over some um, shit crazy stuff, like a very forgettable story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only bit that still confused me is who was the cameraman? Yeah. That game has a style to it, which I'm not gonna lie is, is pretty. It's not. It's not bad. It, it makes a an aged game look stylized. Yeah. In, in what I think it is is quite a, a good way. Um, unless but you're yeah, running. The, unless you're running, which actually caused me to have a really bad headache and, and feel nauseous after. Because <laughs> um, the 
back to the cameraman thing, they they have they give this impression like this has been filmed on like a really low quality, shitty um handheld camera. Yeah. And you've got this cameraman following you throughout. Um however when you run, they kinda do that it kind of feels like a lot of films these days have the handicam sort of the cameraman shaking as he's running to indicate and they do the same thing with this, but it looks like the cameraman's on like a rocking ship. Yeah. Uh and shaking it up and down at the same time and just making you feel dreadful, really. The it it played okay. You and me had more fun trying to blow each other up than <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that did get hilarious. It did. Um, spend ten, fifteen minutes trying to get through this aircraft hangar. I think it was. Yeah, uh, and just as you're running for the last bit, it's just like barrels. <laughs> you just go stand over it. <laughs> but it, it's. I don't know how that game is played on extreme because even on the normal difficulty, they were bullet sponges yeah, and. Yeah the bullets were not ammunition was not available because they they'd kind of they'd literally spawn out of nowhere yes and yeah. then kind of bombard you for ages and then you just end up dying because you'd pumped so much bullets into them there, there were numerous occasions that I couldn't find a weapon with bullets in it yeah uh sniper shotgun that that was that, all right. that was pretty cool yeah take out an entire room from a distance it yeah just some of the stuff like that but it was it's kind of like the animations and that sort of stuff like you'd shoot them and they'd go down and then like literally they wouldn't have the animation of picking themselves back up they'd just be what off and they'd just like run behind cover it's like but i thought you were dead um but yeah the weird down but not out thing but you can pull yourself out of it by hiding in cover so it kind of makes the whole thing redundant unless you're really in a bad way in which yeah. then obviously your co-op partner comes and helps you out but i don't know that it it passed three or four hours and yeah, yeah. it was okay um yeah. i played this game when it first came out and i played it solo mm. i seem to remember having a very mixed experience at the time uh but yeah it was weird i mean the, the do we just want to kind of go ahead and and kind of talk about the jankiness of 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 the ending, or do we want to just skip that completely? Because it, it, I don't know. Well, the it was thing, weird. So uh, I think the thing is because the <laughs> yeah. So I don't really want to spoil it because I mean you and I have only just played it, yeah. And I guess with it going free on Games of Gold, people will think, oh, you know what? I'll give that a go. It's only four hours long. Um, once you have played it, though, just just drop us a message or whatever and, and tell us what your thoughts on the ending was. Yeah, um, I'd be interested to hear what people think. Because uh, <laughs> I know when, when we play it, we're like, hang on, was that it? But, but yeah. yeah, Maybe we'll discuss another couple <laughs> of shows so we don't spoil it for people, just in case people do want to play. But uh, just a, a spoiler warning for the next couple of shows is we will discuss that ending. Yeah, I think it does need to be discussed. Yeah. And I think for people that play that, kind of know where we're getting at. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. Cool. Um, another game that you got me on. Hmm. Uh, you persuaded me to buy another Assassin's Creed game, Darren. Yes. Uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate was is is it still on sale? Um, um on Xbox, the Xbox yeah. twelve quid. Yeah, 
the uh, the Xbox Grand Sale. Uh, yeah, 12 quid uh, for Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and you was like, if you don't get past the second or third sequence and you don't like it, then there's something wrong with you. So I thought, fuck it, go on, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll see what it's like. I actually really like this, <laughs> this Assassin's Creed. Um, plays pretty much... I'm guessing the same as every other Assassin's Creed. The combat feels different so, in this one. Um, just, just to kind of add, now I th- this this version has got under my skin. I've I've now played them all, and this for me is the best. Uh, the okay. combat feels a lot more streamlined. The grapple hook you get fairly early on is an absolute game changer. You you kind of equate it to it feels like Batman. Yeah, and I like I I like those Batman games. It's like 19th century Batman. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, it's really good. I've I've spent I, I've been <clears throat> busy um, working from home for the last yes. three days. Um, <laughs> and as it stands at the moment, I've just got the last area to complete all the side quests on. Fucking what? I mean, I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's what the listening, fuck? <laughs> if anybody's listening from work. Um, so any trophy you see drop, that was during my lunch hour. Just, just saying. How long were these lunch hours? <laughs> just, just an hour. I was just lucky that the trophies dropped on a lunch time. Holy shit! I when you said that earlier, I thought uh, it's probably like two or three sequences in front of me. No, no. So sequence wise, I'm I'm still on sequence three. I haven't even started sequence four, but I kind of um, so. You start at the uh, Whitechapel, I think it is, and you've got like mm-hmm. four things there. So you've got like the Templar Hunt, you've got the Stronghold. I can't remember what the other ones are. Uh, <laughs> anybody think I'd been played for the last three days? Um, <laughs> so you do that, and then you do like the Thames, and you do the other ones. Uh, and then the last bit, uh, which I'm on now. Uh, so I did Strand um, <clears throat> in today's lunch. and uh, Yeah. And then I've just got the last area with uh, Buckingham Palace and everything. Right, okay. Which is proper cool. And I'm just going through doing those missions now. Mm-hmm. And then once I've done that, I'll actually get on with the sequences. But I think I'm like level seven or eight, and you can only go up to ten. Right, okay. Fuck. So I've just been doing my... Every, what, how I always play the Ubisoft games is do everything, then do the story of being massively OP. So the way I've approached it is I'm trying to get everything done with in like the kind of it's broken into segments. Yeah. So I'm kind of like taking everything in that particular segment. Yeah, yeah, that's how I do. Then it. doing yeah. the missions, then moving on. Um, I'm still on sequence three at the moment. Okay. Uh, I've, I, the, when I left it, I'd collected because I've been buying the treasure maps. Yeah, sure. Uh, it for that particular area at that time. So then I've been kind of going around collecting all the boxes and yeah, yeah, uh, the collectibles and all that random stuff. Um, I think the setting and the time period helped greatly. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been across places like I know this road. I've been down here. Uh, yeah, stuff like uh, that. It's just like, oh wow, I like this. I think it was one of those where it was like you had to... Uh, I did a mission where I had to climb Big Ben. Yeah, that's right. And it was just like looking at it. And it's like, I know where this is because I've been here. So around there is this. The, down there is that. Yeah, yeah. I was London Eye's over there. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the, the the actual set in the time period has, has helped me greatly. The um, the characters, the, the just the two protagonists, you know, it's it's cool to have that dynamic of... 
um, you know, the guy is like fucking, he's the brawler, he's the tough dude. Then you've got Evie, and I remember her name because I've played as her more than uh, the other dude. Yeah. Um, Jacob? Jacob Fry? That's the one. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so I've been playing more as Evie because she's stealth bastard. And it's it's just been really enjoyable that having their own skill trees, kind of specking them in, in different ways and and all that sort of stuff. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's pulled me in. I've probably put maybe about five, six hours into it. And I've, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface on it. Yeah, but it's yeah. one of those where it's like, you know, like I say, I mean, you've even got the music boxes. Uh, to collect and they're not they don't show up on the map you've just got to kind of listen out for them yeah so I, i've done a thing where i found out where you put the music boxes and i'm very intrigued to get them all to see what happens yeah uh the the kind of i think they mentioned that it was like one of the tool tips when you find one it's just like collect these and do a thing because you might find some cool yeah um i like the fact that each area's kind of got their secrets uh that obviously don't show up uh on the map You've got to kind of find them and discover them for yourself. So it's kind of giving that extra bit of, yeah, you may have found like all the collectibles, but there's still stuff to discover. Um, and with the size of that game as well, like the actual map, the size of it is pretty impressive. Uh, it looks sexy. Um, yes. It's. I, I did find the, the whole GTA horse thing, uh, even having the boost, <laughs> the boost yes. on the horse, that was quite funny. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I did a thing earlier where um, I was I wasn't racing, but I was trying to get away with this horse and cart, and uh, mm. it was quite powerful. I had two horsepower, and uh, I was flying along, <laughs> and I was like tapping the brake as I went around the corner, and the entire thing slid around. I'm like, oh, power sliding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just silly stuff like that, but it it yeah. this could be the first one I I well I finished the first Assassin's Creed. But this could be the actual, like, the, this could be the next one I actually fully complete. Yes, so I think it's worth it. I'm really enjoying it. And I like that it's got people like Charles Dickens in and things like that. And uh, yeah. Have you done any of the murder investigations yet? Uh, I've done a couple of the Charles Dickens ones. Okay. Which I thought were pretty cool. I uh, did one, I, I don't want to spoil it. Um, there's a couple in there that I've done, and they've been quite intriguing. I did one for, is it Alexander Graham Bell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who gives you the the grapple hook, or modifies the grapple hook? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, I did one for him. Was it him? I did one for someone, and it was like a callback to one of the other ones, and I'm like, ah, oh, I, I don't, I'm not close to this, but even I get the reference in this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was a mission somewhere, and it was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Little nod back to somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the other games. So, uh, you know, I like the fact that they kind of loosely tying into some of the other stuff. But, I mean, it's like playing Black Flag, mm. and I know that you absolutely adored that game. Um, it's just the boat combat and stuff that I'm not too meh about yeah but with syndicate it feels like no this is just on the fucking ground you just do shit you just climb shit and you just you just stealth kill people yeah one thing i'm, I'm not sure if this was in the last one or not but um you can actually level up your uh your gang mm-hmm. so you know as you go around take over areas you've got the guy in the green coats your uh, i think the rooks 
the rooks here. So you can actually go through and level them all up. So it's like uh, your your team of rooks now have this, and they now have um, they now have guns, and they now have all the rest of it. So you can be running down a street, hit recruit, 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 and then just spin yeah. around and just point them at a uh, a group of people that are chasing you, and they'll take them all out. I've done the thing where I, I I've paid the money now so that the police look the other way mm. for like a lot of my. Uh, uh, naughty stab th- people so, like on the streets. I had to do that today, and I kind of wish I'd done it early on. Yeah. So when you when you do one of the, I think it's Templar hunts. So it, it's it's the ones where you basically take out all the people, and you've got the one person left that you got to kidnap and throw them back in the back of a carriage. Yeah. So I go right, stab, 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 stab. Okay, right, kidnap. Okay, knock you out, put you over my shoulder. I go running out, I run into a Bobby. Bobby <laughs> with his truncheon smack, actually kill the person like, oh, you dick. <laughs> and that's happened on about four or five occasions. So I kind of wish I'd have done that initially. That was the main reason. There was one where it was like there was two Bobbies. There was kind of like, I'm um, like kind of an area with like four or five exits to it. Yeah. But it was one of those where it's like, right, the kind of main exit is where the Bobbies are. So that would kind of really come in hand, uh, you know. That would be really handy if I could just kind of fucking oh, no, don't mind me. I'm just gonna shove. He's just drunk. It's fine. He's just passed out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just shove him in the back of a carriage and and piss off. But uh, I'm having a lot of fun with that game. Yeah, yeah. It, it it turns out that game is pretty good, so it, it's definitely worth the the twelve quid. And I can see me, uh, you know, carrying on with that. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a good one. I've unlocked again. It's not a spoiler, but as you go through these uh, these fight clubs, so I have found a couple of those, but okay. I haven't been able to do anything. Uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. So you go and do bare, uh, bare knuckle boxing, mm. and what I found quite interesting is in the first one, I think it's maximum four rounds, so you can do the first round, and they're going to progressively get harder. Right. Okay. So after you've done your first round, it's just like. Here's the money you're going to have now. Or if you think you can do another round, then this is how much money you could have. Uh, but if you lose any of the levels, you don't get anything. Oof, right. Okay. So I, I found that out. I went to like a, um, a higher level and I was on like round five of seven. And I was taking these guys down then. I just got mobbed. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no money for me. Yeah. I've been investing in businesses. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I go back to the train once every so often and. Uh, and and get my monies. So actually, uh, actually, what do you think about that? What do you think of the train as a base? I think that's cool. Yeah, I that's do. a really cool idea. Um, it's cool that you can like fast travel to it, no matter where it is on the map. Yeah. Um, but it's it's cool. Like, oh, the train's in the area, and then it's like you can hear it kind of to its horn. It's like I could get on the train now if I wanted yeah, to, yeah. and just kind of like journey around. And the fact that it actually takes you around the map and you can see where you're going to next and it can drop you off. Yeah, so I, I did that I did that very thing. I was about 600, um, uh, I don't know what the units is. I think it's 600 feet, 600 yards, whatever, uh, yeah. away from where I needed to be. And I, I'd had to go back to the train because the, the bank was full or the, the safe yeah. was full. So I did that and I still had my marker and I was heading towards it. I'm like, Hang on, I'll just stay on the train. <laughs> and when, when it basically just jumped off next to it and did, went and did my mission. I'll just take care of business while I'm on here. I kind of find that as time to um, the gang stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can kind of like just, you know, just choose the perks on that. I know you can do it from the menu, but it's one of those where I might as well waste some time, do, just do it on the train and, and, you know, kind of do stuff on there. But I think that's a cool idea, having the train as the, the base of operations. Uh, yeah. So for me, I think this is probably my favorite Assassin's Creed so far. Um, I, right, I love okay. Black Flag, but 
I, I think this is, uh, like you said, I think it's just a setting. It's very relatable. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, wow, it, it, it's Big Ben and it's like Buckingham Palace and it's uh, and you're going through all these places like, I know where that is and I know where that is and I know where that road leads. And, and it, it feels like a, a, a real, like I said earlier, it feels like a, a cool time period to kind of base that all in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it should be good. I mean, playing this and then seeing what Assassin's Creed Origins is going to be, I don't know whether the tonal shift will kind of maybe put me off again because I don't know if that's got boaty combat in it as well. Mm. But um, but I'm I'm happy with the fact that Syndicate is a thing and I can I can play that and you know yeah see how that goes yeah cool yeah Assassin's Creed down <laughs> yeah um let's see I'll I'll write, I'll run through these ones very quickly okay. um Burnout Paradise is still a game yeah. Good game. Uh, when I was waiting for Assassin's Creed Syndicate to download, I'm like, oh, fuck, Burnout Paradise. Uh, and I remember we got that free at one point, and I'm like, fuck, I'll give that a quick go, and then it, a quick go ended up turning into like two, three hours. Yeah. But I forgot that it was like the the dog's bollocks version, so you got the uh, bikes, you got the extra little island and all that uh, sort of stuff. Okay. Now, I've been playing it like the vanilla way, so I've been like, no, I want to unlock my cars because you get all the legendary cars and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff yeah. as well. I thought, I'll do it right. I'm going to do it proper because I remember liking uh, Burnout Paradise. I still like Burnout Paradise. Yeah, because the special cars, you got the um, you got the Ecto-1 or a version of mm. You got Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard, A-Team Van, if I remember rightly. You got the DeLorean. And the DeLorean as well that hovered, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I never, I never had it at that point when those legendary cars came uh, out. I, so. I remember buying the DLC pack. Right. Uh, yeah, it was that, and when the uh, I can't remember what the name of the island is, but when that's when they introduced bikes as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, uh, so I've still got all that to kind of play about with, but yeah, just kind of doing it the the old way of. Uh, I still remember some of the uh, some of the routes and all that sort of stuff, and it's it's kind of it's cool. Burnout Paradise is a really cool game. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely agree. I, I just wish that they kind of kept going with the burnout stuff. I know that we obviously got Need for Speed and, and Criterion kind of went on to do some of the uh, Need for Speed stuff, yeah. but Burnout Paradise was was, was a fucking good game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played about with that. Uh, Neon Chrome, I played more of that. Mm, I, I saw finished, uh... finished it. A co- oh, we should mention this video is going up again now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's been like two this um, week. Yeah, there's a third one on the way. I think I've got a couple more recorded as well. But yeah, Neon Crum, I've finished it a couple times. Uh, and I still play that game, even if I just want like a quick 10, 15 minutes again, yeah. which turns into about an hour or so. It takes about an hour, hour and a quarter to fully finish that game. So cool. um, yeah, been playing that. Uh, the other one, or I should say the last one, is uh, Next Machina, Death Machine. Okay. Uh, this is that one which was right up my alley when they announced it, which is like, um, do you remember kind of the stuff around uh, Far Cry uh, Three Blood Dragon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Um, okay. It's it's a twin sticky shootery uh, thing, but it's the the trailer made it like it was it's a cyber thing, it's cyber neon stuff with kind of a eighty synthy soundtrack stuff. So obviously it's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, it's all right. It's it's not got a story. I finished it. It's got an arcade mode, which does feel very arcadey. And I finished it maybe less than an hour. Wow. Okay. Um, but it's one of those with high replayability and all that sort of stuff. And there's a lot of secrets to be found and all that sort of right, thing. Right. But uh, 
yeah, kind of off the back of Neon Chrome, Next Machina came out, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm kind of at this moment, I I kind of dig the the twin stick stuff, so yeah, okay. I figured I'd give that a go. It's all right, it's not bad. Uh, I'd probably wait for it to maybe go on sale. It's a good game, I think that people should play it, but I mean, I picked it up when it was I pre-ordered it actually. I think I got it for like twelve quid. Uh, I think it's fifteen ninety nine mm. normal price. So uh, maybe when it goes on a sale at some point in the near future or potentially distant future, but uh, it's all right. It's it's not bad. Um, uh, th- there is some content there, but not a lot, which kind of made me sad. I got more replayability out of Neon Chrome, which we got for free, right. than I did with Next Machina. So you know, take that for what it is. So yeah, okay. but yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been playing. What about yourself, other than, like, 300 hours worth of Assassin's Creed in three days? No, it's, uh, it's, it's like, three hours, that's that's, that's my entire lunchtime. You're yeah, about. Yeah, oh. yeah, so. <laughs> I'm going into the office tomorrow anyway, so... Oh, it's all right. You get withdrawals. Yeah. Um, so, I finished Uncharted 4. Um, what did you think, Darren? It's it's amazing how different you can feel. Um, and if you're in almost, like, a gaming funk or, or burnt out on the Uncharted series that... It can put you off the game. Uh, knowing that it wasn't on rental and I owned it and I could take as much time as I liked, I really enjoyed that game. If that is the last kind of main numbered one, uh, I would be happy with that. Yes, I was happy how it all concluded. There were many, many feels in there. Did, did Was someone cutting onions? There were. There were. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, I, who's doing that? <laughs> it's just, oh, God. Um, it's... That's why I was so desperate for you to finish it yeah, because yeah. knowing what that payoff was, it's just like I no seriously, you need to play this fucking game. I would happily sit and watch um, all the cutscenes spliced together, which is probably on on the old YouTube somewhere, or maybe IGN. <laughs> yeah, fuck IGN. Um, yeah, um, yeah, just wait until Lost Legacy comes out; they'll splice it all together then as well. Yeah, because that that was an amazing story. That was really well done. Um, yeah, I mean, there were just certain bits. Um, don't really want to spoil them, but there were, I mean, we'll probably talk uh, offline. But there were some really interesting story arcs. Uh, st- stuff got kind of desperate at points, and it's just like, oh my god, poor Drake. <laughs> and then yeah. things kind of come back round, and it's just like, oh, phew. and it, it was like I was watching a movie. It, you were invested in the characters like massively. Because I think that was the thing as well. It's like with with it being called a thief's end, yeah, it, and it being so cinematic and having moments of um, stillness, mm. shall we say? It, it's one of those where it's like, I I genuinely don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how this is is gonna, uh, you know, kind of end and and all that sort of stuff. And I think it's it's that uncertainty of of not knowing what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah, makes it such a rewarding experience. Yeah, you know, because like the the other Uncharted games, it's like ah, he's a showboat. He's probably going to get out of it in the end, and you know, sure as shit, he normally does. And but with this one, it had it totally just felt different, and you just didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it 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 fuck that game's so good. It it was really good. I I can see why I should say where I got stuck because I know <laughs> going back to some of the combat after not touching it for a while. I was like, shit, am I on like crushing difficulty here? Uh, and then I looked, I'm like, nope, just on normal. Why am I getting my ass handed to me? It's, yeah, it, it does have its moments of frustration. And I think that series has kind of, throughout, has had its moments of frustration. But the overall experience makes up for it. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I believe Lost Legacy is coming out next month. That soon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw something that said it was out. In fact, I think it was on the uh, PlayStation Store um, that it was coming out next month. So yeah, if you want some more Uncharted, uh, yeah, it's it's not too far away. Cool. So yeah, that Uncharted 4, really enjoyed it. Glad I bought it. And it's one of those that I'll probably replay in my leisure and just, just re-experience it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was cool. I um, I wanted a palate cleanser after playing whatever I was playing. Um, uh, mm. I think it was after... Yeah, so I did Mass Effect, then I did Uncharted 4. Then I thought, right, I need a little palate cleanser and then I'll get back into it. Ask Creed. I played Rise, Son of Rome. Okay. I really enjoyed that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah, yeah. It it was very linear. It, it took me it took me about eight and a half hours to go through it. So it it wasn't this one hour game that the internet said it was. Really decent story. Combat was good. Um, it felt a lot like Shadow Moto. Okay. But like a linear version of it. But I thought the story was compelling. And again, got got to the end, and I was like, wow, that was that was really good. With the way that you're describing it, it kind of feels like um, the internet's reaction to, and we bring it up often, uh, The Order, 1886. Yes. Um, people really seem to dislike that game, but, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, Rise looked interesting when it got first announced. Um, but yeah, it, it's one that I've I've still not played as of yet, but... Uh, so, pe- people's main concern was, oh, it's all full of quick time events, me, 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 me. But... <laughs> So yes, it is. But if you think, it, okay, so I wouldn't say it's quick time events as such. It's more um, somebody's going to attack you, um, so they'll turn say yellow. I can't, I can't remember what the color scheme was, and you know you need to hit the yellow button because that's what you block with. So instead of getting yeah. the prompt above the head, the characters change color. Right, okay. and then that's all it is. So if you can remember where the buttons are, and if you don't play across two different consoles and give it shit, where's red again? <laughs> <laughs> then because oh, that's the thing because they've made them all kind of black with uh yeah but no it's it's a solid game it's eight levels long solid story solid combat and i really enjoyed it really really enjoyed it i i would play more of that okay um and i'd highly recommend that once you've done syndicate mm. then just go and do it's a palette cleanser we got it free on games of gold yeah but it's definitely worth your time i really enjoyed it I mean, for for short linear experience. I mean, it's, uh, it's it doesn't sound like it's a bad shout. No, and it's massively cinematic as well. It's um, kind of think I wouldn't say to the extreme of like a God of War game, mm-hmm. but it's got that similar kind of feel, that similar kind of storytelling. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, for a free game, really good. Well, there you go. See, free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then just finally, so I was watching uh, uh, Go It Bit. And a couple of weeks ago, they uh, they played Overcooked. Mm. Now, I've heard the name thrown around Overcooked for a while. And it wasn't until I watched it on Go It Bit, I was like, you know what? That's something Christina will love. And it's up to four-player co-op. And it's couch co-op. And right. we've got the Xbox in the front room. And I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll stick up my wish list. And uh, when it drops in price, at that very point, I looked on the store and it was half price. I'm like, tick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I bought it. And you know what? We've had a lot of fun with it. It's highly frustrating. Uh, imagine, 
I don't know if they still do them. They probably do. You know, like the Cookie Mama games? Right, okay, sure. Which yeah. basically somebody says, I want an order of a burger. And the burger consists of uh, the bun, the burger, the, the the lettuce, tomato. And you've got to cook the burger first and put it in and then serve that up in X amount of time. Yeah. So imagine that with a four-player co-op. Okay. So it's just like... so. Uh, and the way they design the levels is that you really need to work together. So, for example, the the hobs will be on one side, and the uh, the serving hatch will be on the other side. Right. Okay. So it's just like right. Uh, here you go. Here's the meat. You, you go and do stuff with that. Right. Pass it back here. Okay. I'll cook that. Okay. I'll pass it back to you. You put it in the bun and put the stuff in there. Right. Once you've done that, pass it back, and I'll pass it through the serving hatch, and you, you get your cash, and then you get the over fuck? a certain <laughs> amount of stars, and you get up to three stars per level. Right. Okay. Um, but really good fun. It, it's up to four player corp, and I think that could be very very interesting. I think. With two players, it's a bit tricky. Like, we've got to the point now where we're going back to farm earlier levels to try and get more stars to be able to progress because we're really struggling. Oh, it's so you've got to unlock further levels by getting a better star rating. Yeah, so it's kind of, it kind of feels like a pay-to-win kind of model, but without the pay-to-win mm. actual part of it. Right. So okay. it's like we, we've got to a point where we need to go back and get good at the previous levels so we can get more stars to move on. Sure. Okay. But there'll be stuff like you'll be on a ship and uh, every, say, 30 seconds a minute, the ship will go from one side to the other and shift all the tables one way. So the stuff that I previously had access to, I don't anymore. <laughs> and that kind of stuff. So if you're halfway through cooking something and things set on fire and burn your kitchen, and it's it's really good, but massively infuriating if things start going wrong because clearly you start blaming the other person. We, we, we played it on Saturday <laughs> night. We're having a few beers. And we're like, oh, this is really good, really good, really good. And I'm like, pass burger, pass burger, burning, it's fucking burning. Burn. It's like, right, we missed that one now. And like, oh, it's not my fault. And then the entire thing shifts in the other direction. So everything then comes my, my fault. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> I think we got to the point of, okay, so now this is the last level and then we'll just watch some TV because otherwise we're just going to shout to each other. <laughs> but yeah. Relationships breaking down because of overcooked. Yeah. But um, really enjoyable game. Uh, if, if, if there's a number of you in a house, uh, I'd suggest getting it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, that's quite a lot. That's what we've been playing. So, Terry, let's discuss what we've watched. Okay. Checkpoint. Terry, talk to me. Mm. What have you been watching? I have been watching things. Um... I'll start out with movies. I okay. when I was editing the last podcast, I was like, I like to put some up on random in the background, and I was watching a thing on Netflix. It's an original documentary called "Nobody Speak: Trials of the Free Press." Okay. Now this is based around uh, the Hulk Hogan um, ah, sex okay. tape uh, trial thing. Um, it's kind of focusing on like Gawker Media and and. Uh, the shit that went down kind of yeah, yeah. from beginning to end of that case and even further past that. Um, it was more... It kind of starts out with that, but then it kind of leads into um, censorship of like free press and all that right, sort of stuff. Okay. And um, kind of the, like... Uh, you know, like, like someone was funding uh, this case... Um, to try and take, as if to try and take Gawker Media down and all this, that and the other, and uh, 
it is quite quite an interesting documentary i think it goes on for about an hour and a half hour and three quarters okay. and uh um it kind of as shitty as it sounds it, it grabbed me because it was about the hulk hogan thing yeah. wrestling all that sort of stuff okay. but then he kind of gets a bit deeper into it and it's like okay this this is it, it kind of weaves its way into you and it's uh it's not bad it's it's not a bad documentary um might not be for everyone but it, you know mm. i thought it was all right okay cool um I've been watching the um, so Neil Blomkamp. Yes, I've just probably fucked his name, his last name up. Um, has a studio called Oat Studio. Okay, and recently he's been releasing uh, short films, um, about twenty thirty minutes long, hence short films. Um, he's released two so far. Uh, one is called Raka. Okay, and the other one is called Firebase. Okay. These are fucking awesome. I haven't had a chance to watch any of these yet. Uh, the normal vein of his stuff, so the sci-fi based. Yes, okay. uh, heavily, and but it's so uh, the how can I put it? So he started out originally doing short films before he went on to like the 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 Hollywood route with District Nine, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. But because he has his own creative freedom to do with whatever he wants, yeah these stories that he's trying to tell are just super fucking interesting and you can see why he's gone off to do his own thing right okay. uh, because it's it's like he's he's he wants to express himself through batshit crazy stuff okay but it's really fucking cool uh and people just studios just kind of need to throw money at him and just be like just fucking make that into a full-fledged film right okay um so he's got it on YouTube, uh, Steam, I believe. The other one, I apologise, it's it's kind of it's not in my head, but he's got he's releasing it on two or three platforms, okay. and he's kind of looking. Um, I was I follow him on Twitter, and and, and he's saying that he they were going to maybe test the waters on, you know, maybe do like a, um, a subscription. Not a subscription, but like pay a small amount of money for this next film sort of okay. thing. Yeah. But I believe through Steam, I'm pretty sure he said you can buy like DLC in the sense that you can buy like Behind documentary stuff, stuff and okay. that sort. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, super fascinating. Uh, the the two that he's released so far, um, but they are directed by him. Uh, written at least these two were. Yeah. Um, directed, written, and and all that sort of stuff, and just the effects and everything in there just super high quality um amazing stuff i i'd encourage anyone to watch them if you if you like his stuff um you will be disappointed by this and the only thing you'll be disappointed about in my eyes is the fact that they're only about 20 30 minutes long right, okay. uh so you're getting into it and then it ends and it's like ah i want more but right, okay. um uh, the the other kind of sad thing it makes you realize that he won't be doing an alien film sure yeah yeah because i bet that would have been absolutely incredible um but yeah if he's able to do his own thing through this then more power to him uh maybe he will get some big studio kind of funding his stuff again soon but uh it, it sounds like you know from what he's doing at the moment he's he's happy with with this so cool. it's all good um one that we can both talk about is Logan. Sure, yeah. This is the X-Men film that I have been wanting for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, it's the Wolverine film that I've wanted uh, since the beginning. 
Um, so this this felt to me very much like a a Nolan version. If, if uh, Christopher Nolan had come up on it, I'd have been like, "Yep, just like him." Yeah, uh, gritty as yeah. fuck. Um, it's it's a it, it without spoiling it. That film is the best Wolverine. Agreed. Yes. Even though it's played by Hugh Jackman, it's the it, I think it's the best version of Wolverine we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has the violence which has I felt has been missed from the X Men films in the sense that I remember um, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. So when the game came out, uh, the game was an eighteen rated, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, but the film was only like a twelve, twelve A. What the fuck? And even like in the opening cutscene of that game, it's like fucking blood. You see like stabbing through like the chin. Yeah. And like seeing the, the fucking claws come out, stabbing someone to death through the fucking stomach and him getting a shotgun fucking blasted through his stomach and, you know, just stuff like that. And it was just like, this is what the films need. Yeah, yeah. This is what the films are missing. This is like, this is Wolverine um, to see the violence and this delivered in droves. Yes. Um. It's shitty that Hugh Jackman isn't doing Wolverine anymore because I can't at this point because he's been doing it since what two thousand. He's been doing it a fair while, yeah. He's been doing it a long time. It's one of those where I can't imagine anyone else doing it. They're gonna fuck it up and they're gonna put someone else in Wolverine, you know, in his shoes. But it's not gonna be the same. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, but you know, you you kind of think like through the this journey of this of this character and. Even like the timeline of the X Men franchise, yeah. um, you know, th- this kind of raises more questions than it does answers as to what the fuck's going on. But yeah, yeah, it does a good job of isolating the the story around Wolverine and, and that sort of stuff. And it's a bloody good film. Yes, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's it, it's yeah, a really yeah. good it, film. It's basically it, it is very different tonally to the other X Men film. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much all of them. This one, I think, is um, it feels like this. Uh, th- this is like the 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 end of the X Men as we know it. Um, yeah, uh, and that's not being spoilery. It, there's just things that happen in it that suggest that X Men as we know them. In fact, this one's set way in the future, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's just yeah. like it, it's kind of like an aftermath after stuff has happened. So all the other films can still happen. But mm-hmm. I think it kind of bookends with this one. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's They do a really good job of keeping things vague. Yes, yeah. You know, so they ca- the, the gaps can potentially be filled yeah. uh, in later on. But um, yeah, it's it's a gritty-ass film. And I think the, I, I think what Fox are doing, the good thing about it is they, they're starting to give a bit of variety. And I think that's in part thanks to Deadpool's popularity. Yeah. They made an R-rated Marvel film and it was successful. And that's why Wolverine, oh, sorry, uh, that's why Logan uh, got the R-rating. And I think they put it to good effect. They didn't abuse it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was in there aided the story. And I think they did a really good job with it. Hopefully, because uh, I believe is it the next one X Men. Is it Dark Phoenix? The next one? Oh, I'm not sure. And uh, I, I know there's another one coming. Uh, I've just seen some stuff in the past couple of days about it. But I just look at that and think, but 
this is not ah uh, I like X Men, but no. It, it, it kind of needs to grow up a little bit. Yeah, sure. I think it's still staying back when it even when it first came out in like the two thousands, early two. I'm gonna say two thousand, two thousand one, um, and it doesn't feel like it's really evolved that much. But with Logan and Deadpool, it's it's kind of showing this is what we can do with the franchise because you know, or you know, with our version of of the Marvel stuff because fuck it, you know, we've got the rights to it, we can do what we want. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, compared to like like Marvel Studios, Disney Marvel, they could do some really potential interesting stuff with the characters and the franchises that they've got. Um, but yeah, this this is a good film. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, me too. I know I want more of the same. Yeah. Um, TV stuff. Uh, so I've put my Amazon Prime to good use. Yes. Um, I started watching Bosch. Ooh, what do you think? It's good. Um, I'm only three episodes in. Okay. Because uh, I just had a quick flick through just to see what it was like. And yeah, it's good. I, I like my detective drama-y things. Yeah. Um, he seems like a, a gritty uh, detective dude. And uh, things are happening. I like the fact that there is a coherent story throughout. Yes. Because obviously they're based on books. So yeah. uh, that helps. And uh but it, they all have their own little individual things in in each episode, which you know, kind of feels like there's there's still stuff going on while this overarching story is happening. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm only three episodes in. Uh, what did confuse me is um, Amazon uh, Video. Their their thing is like start from the beginning, and I'm like, right, okay, cool. I just hit that button, loaded the video up, and it's like last season on Bosch. And I'm like, no, 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 yeah. get out. Yes, they do weird um, <laughs> things. So the way Netflix kind of work out, so let's say, for example, there's 30 episodes of Bosch. They know that you start from season one, episode one, where mm. where Amazon Prime, they do it slightly different. You you kind of favor a season. Yeah. Um. So even if it just is Bosch, it'll be, ah, you, but you selected season three. That's where we start. And yeah, it's like, but, but I didn't want to go there. I want to go back to the beginning. And no, 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 no. You didn't click that, did you? Bastards. Um, so it nearly caught me out until I, I, I caught him very quickly and I'm like, a bot, a bot, get out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it's going to be good. Uh, it, now that I've got prime, um, there are some shows on there that I do really want to watch hmm. and, and Bosch is one of them. Discovered that Taken has a TV series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which I'm, it said 2017, but obviously I don't know if this no, is. No, it's fairly recent. The past month or two. Right. Okay. Um, no, Liam Neeson. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll give that a go. But yeah, so now that I've got, like I said, nefarious Amazon Prime and, and all of the perks, I'll be taking advantage of that. Cool. The last one, Darren. Mm. <sighs> the Crystal Maze is back. It is. And I think the host is perfect. It's, yes. it's old uh, Moff, Moss, 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 Moss. Uh, what was his name in IT Crowd? I've never seen IT Crowd. What? No, I've never seen him. What? <laughs> I know. Terrence. I know. I know. Go watch the IT crowd. Is it on one of the streaming? Possibly. <laughs> I think it's on Channel 4 on demand or something like Go that. Go watch but it. It's hilarious. I know he's as, as the Maze Master from Crystal Maze now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you see his original role. Um, so he, he was originally in IT crowd, and then he went mm-hmm. off and did a couple of tech shows, and then this is his back to his, like, his mainstream one. Right, okay. But he's... Uh, uh, Pretty much what you're seeing is where he plays in everything. 
So imagine him like that as an IT guy. Mm. Oh, fuck, right, okay, that could be pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, it's... it's. I obviously adore the original Crystal Maze. Mm. And I'm seeing a lot of people, which well, it's not going to be, is it? No. It's not. The 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 fact that it's even back, I'm happy with. Yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, they did the one-off last year, which I was, you know, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And then to see this, kind of the proper version of the Crystal Maze come back. Um, he's perfect. Yeah. For the role, like you say. Um, and just to have that nostalgia feel is enough. But yeah, I, I'm super enjoying the Crystal Maze. It's uh, I'm just glad it's back. Yeah, yeah, and, and to be honest, I've, I've watched the episodes, and uh, normally, normally I want I want to hurt Joey Essex, mm-hmm. but I thought he was genuinely brilliant uh, as a contestant. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, the the way that he played off the host, or, or just the host, kind of highlight that Joey, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it worked really well. But the fact that Joey Essex plays into that as well, and he's like, "Yeah, I am okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, I am enjoying it. Uh, I'm just glad it's back now. But yeah, the Crystal Maze. Yeah, Darren the Crystal Maze. Cool. Yeah, so that's it for me. Uh, I think there's quite a bit that I've, I've been watching. I've been gaming a bit more. But uh, what about yourself? What have you been watching? Um, so we've got to that point in the year where a lot of things end and a lot of things start. <laughs> <laughs> no, so a, a lot of TV shows have actually concluded uh, this right. season, and then we've got a, a new batch started. So, uh, we'll go into too much detail. Maybe I'll pull out one or two. Uh, but Agents okay. of Shield that's concluded. Uh, that went in a bit of a weird direction this last season. It's like they're running out of ideas. Mm. Um, the One Hundred that came to a conclusion. Actually, I'm intrigued to see where that goes with the next season. Uh, just the way that okay. this one ended. Uh, have you seen the one hundred before? I've not. People, I, I've I've talked to a couple of people that really rate this. It's like just hot teenage people just doing hot teenage things in like yeah. So that surviving that's or doing stuff. Ex- uh, so quick premise without spoiling: we as humans we broke the earth, and so we all decided to live in ships uh, above above the earth, and. Uh, we can't work out whether the Earth's good to use or not. Uh, the, the readings coming back are a bit iffy. There's a hundred naughty tweens, a lot of handsome bastards that do handsome bastards stuff. They decide to send a yeah. hundred of them down to Earth uh, as punishment for being <laughs> naughty. Yeah. And it's those hundred handsome bastards doing handsome things down on Earth. So the first season was more survival of shit, how we will survive. We've got a spaceship up there, this, that, and the other. Uh, season two and three have kind of gone in weird directions because, uh, slight spoiler, there are people being living down on Earth. <gasps> yeah, so they're all tribes and stuff like that. So it's all, but but everybody's a handsome bastard. Everybody's handsome. So yeah, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, it's all right. It's all right. American Gods got to the end of that. I am as confused now as I was when I first started. Um. Awesome. Yeah, so you kind of get a little bit more. So I now know a little bit more about the characters, but I'm very intrigued to find out what happens, and I'm not sure I can wait. Uh, right, so okay. So I, I might be heading to the book. Confirmed for season two? I hope so, because where it was left, it's... Uh, put it this way, uh, Ken Lynch ended better than season one of this. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Both Christina and I sat there and went, 
huh? <laughs> <laughs> what, what just happened? What? Yeah, but really enjoyable. Uh, really enjoyable. Um, Better Call Saul, uh, season three has ended of that. Fuck me, what an ending. Yeah. yeah, like I want season four now. I want it yesterday. I'm, I'm going I'm to create a petition. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> See if you can get more than 400. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, I, I said all throughout this season that it's getting very close to the Breaking Bad timeline. Mm-hmm. We're either overlapping now or, or we're about to. Uh, but there, there were oh, certain well, okay. things that happened and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Um, stuff you so, just didn't expect to happen. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Silicon Valley, uh, season three, I think it is. That's just concluded. Mm. Uh, again, I love it. Uh, I really do like Silicon Valley. I think it's probably because of the industry that are working that they've actually made a lot of effort to to come up with the correct terminology. Yeah. Um, so it's it's very believable, and you can you can kind of imagine a small firm trying to start up in Silicon Valley and this is some of the hassles they may go through. Right, okay. Uh, but yeah, very, very good. MacGyver. MacGyver has now come to an end. Uh, okay. I. Uh, it took a couple of episodes for me to warm towards it, but once I got to the end, I was like, you know what, this is fun. This is fun, take your brain out. It, so you know when you were younger um, and uh, like Tea Time, ITV... Oh man! Uh, and there'd just be just that general take brain out. You'd have the A team and the Night Riders and all that kind of stuff. That's what this feels like. It's uh, so it's like a modern day version of uh, MacGyver. So young handsome bastards doing young handsome bastard things, but one of his MacGyver. He can fix things with a paperclip and yeah, 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 rubber band. Yes, yeah. yeah. But it, it kind of does that um, breaking the fourth wall ish. So it says, "Oh, right. So if you take a paperclip and if you do this and if you do this, then you can create so and so, so and so." Um, so it kind of no. breaks the fourth wall and does that. But again, the story was good enough. Um, mm. It was like mission of the week uh, with a, a little running storyline. So yeah, that was all right. Because, you know, sometimes you just need a little bit of brain out. Just fucking, you just need an hour to just chill. Yeah, and that's exactly what this was. It was... You don't need serious all the time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you could have sat there and done whatever on your iPad or whatever and still got the entire story. Sure. Okay. So it was good for that. Uh, let's see, Doctor Who has now come to a conclusion, and I am so glad. I have just not got on with um, this Doctor. Uh, this Doctor right, and this okay. assistant just haven't done it for me at all. Hmm. I don't know, because uh, th- if I read correctly, it's either changing... It's changing something high up the food chain of who looks after Doctor Who. Right, okay. So it'd be interesting to see if it goes in a more gritty direction, but... Uh, Capaldi for me is probably the worst Doctor, and uh, yeah, ouch. I I mean, I mean, people may love him because he's gone back to like one of the original Doctors, but um, I only picked up Doctor Who from uh, the two thousand five uh, when it was Christopher Eccleston onwards, onwards. Right. Okay. So I'm used to the fun, loving, a little bit crazy, a little bit zany Doctors and uh, some half decent um, Tiki Brain Out TV. Where this just felt like it went too gritty and serious, and I don't think it really mm. paid off. I mean, that's my opinion anyway. Right. Um, I wasn't really a fan of this companion either. So mm. I don't know. I, I've I've seen a few uh, like a handful of episodes of the David Tennant stuff. 
Tenant was all right. I thought that yeah. was pretty good. Um, yeah. Matt Smith, even though I didn't like him initially, was turned out to be my favourite Doctor of this this chunk of Doctor Who's. Right. Okay. I mean, there. Uh, um, uh, uh, the good thing about that character is that once it gets stale, it's like right. Okay, regenerate him. Yeah. So this is Capal. That was Capaldi's last. I know it's his last season. Right. Okay. Um, so he's going to change during the Christmas episode. Pretty much. Yeah. And then we, yeah. we don't know who the new guy is going to be, or there are rumours that it may be female, as well. Okay. So have they have they kind of sown the seeds to make people believe that? Or? Um. So this, I had a quick look on on Saturday evening after I'd finished because there was uh, there was hints at oh regeneration coming soon, eh? Right. And I was like, all oh, right, well, I know, I know, he was quitting after this season. I just wonder if they name the new one. And you go onto many fan sites of, oh, we want this and we want this and we want this and we want this. So there's going to be a lot of pissed off people when they don't get what they want, and there'll be a petition. Um, yeah. But it'd be just interesting to see what they do. Capaldi again, as I don't think it was for me. So, mm. well, any any change is a good change, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, let's see. We we nailed through Dresden. Um, okay. It took 13 episodes. Uh, oh, sorry, it took about 11 of the 13 episodes for us to actually get used to the characters and get used to the story. Mm. It was like, I, actually, this is all right now. Um, and when we watched the last episode, we were like, ah, oh, you, you canned it. Bastards. Yeah, but um, I, I still don't think he, he was a good... So it was kind of... Do you ever watch Charmed? I might, I might advise you. I've seen... I've I've seen some episodes of Charmed, yeah. Did you have a box of tissues? I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> I used to watch Charmed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so it, it was kind of that and very early, like Buffy. So it was kind of really ropey CG. Um, yeah. Pretty lameish story. So the, they were trying to compact like a fifteen-hour book into like forty-five minutes. So they were like, right, well, mm. we need to show this scene and this scene and this scene and people can kind of work out the rest, which didn't really work because we watched the Stormfront episode and it was just like, well, I luckily I've read the book, so I know what the hell's going on. Yeah. But yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It, it's done now. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> and I'm kind of sad that it's done because I want more of it now. Right, okay. That's, well, tough unless they reboot it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. A couple of new, uh, seasons have come back. So Killjoys is back, which is awesome. I hmm. uh, don't know if you've ever watched Killjoys. I've not, but this is on one that you've told me about and it's kind of on the list of stuff to get round to eventually. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's on one of the streaming services as well. Uh, I think it's season one. I think one. it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. Possibly, uh, which is good. It's good brain out. It's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of Killjoys, which are bounty hunters, basically. And they go mm. and do the bounty hunt of the week. Um, and there's an on-run story. So I think we're on season two, season three. Not bad. Not bad at all. I like it. Preacher. Um, I've got through two episodes of that, of season two of that. Anybody who likes American Gods, go watch Preacher. Anybody who likes Preacher, go watch American Gods. They're pretty much the same thing once. Yeah, they're, they're filmed very, very similar. Uh, but both cracking. In fact, both of them are on Amazon Prime, Terry. There you go, you see. Wait, what? Yep. Preacher and American Gods. Both on Amazon Prime. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And we'll, we'll see the one. Uh, Zoo has come back. I'm not a big fan of this. It was all right on season one. It was 
there was a gene that was getting into animals that was making them smarter and making them uh, fight back against against the humans. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but with all animals. Yeah. Uh, so season one was kind of like that. Um, season three, we're kind of in the future and there's been an ongoing war with XYZ and it was like, what? Right. Yeah, so it, mm. for me, it's one of those that Christina watches and I, I catch up on whatever on my iPad. And then just finally, Helix. Uh, we went back to season two of Helix. Um, season one, uh, I probably said a good couple of episodes ago now, it was, uh, season one was amazing. It was kind of like the thing-ish, but without the alien, but there was kind of some uh, CDC type stuff going on. Right, okay. Um, really enjoyed it. Season two has gone in a very different direction, and I'm not sure I like it, even though we are seven episodes into the 13 episodes it's kind of mm, I, I, i'm struggling to see apart from one minor story point that happened in the first series season two could be its own thing right okay so but yeah mm. cool yeah so i got through a lot of tv by the looks of it yeah. yeah uh just quickly then i'll get through the film so logan we've discussed monday i watched kong the new kong movie okay i yeah. love the shit out of this yeah? Yeah. It was, um, uh, take the Transformers, put them in, in animal suits, and you've got Kong. <laughs> okay. Uh, Is it, are, the, are the jokes, like, unnecessary jokes about how big the testicles are? Because that uh, was a thing in Transformers too. I don't think there are testicle jokes, but it, it's very much... Again, this is one of those that if, if it's like Michael Bay does Kong, then I'd be like, yes. And, and that's what it feels like. It's just shit blowing up. Amazing soundtrack. It's got. Uh, it, it's kind of set in the seventies. Um, so you know, whenever you watch a film with Vietnam War and stuff, and they've always got quite a cool soundtrack. Is it, what is it? Uh, oh fuck! Creed, um, fucking Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's the one. Yeah. 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 All that kind of stuff. They've always got that plane. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be... So I, I started watching it and I was like, all right, so we know what the story is going to be. They're going to get it. They're going to capture it. Blah, 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 blah. Take it back to New York. That didn't happen. Uh, they, they actually used their own story. Holy shit. Yeah, but it was really epic. And I really enjoyed it. I might give this a watch. I like the... Did you watch the Godzilla? Um, it's a thing? very similar vein. So if you look on iTunes, they're actually doing the double pack. Godzilla um... and Kong, so... Okay. So I think they're by different writers, different producers, but they're, they're in a very similar vein. Right, okay. Uh, but yeah, it was quite refreshing. Uh, I, hmm. I was going into expecting to know what was going to happen, and I was pleasantly surprised. Sweet. And then just finally, Terry, I yeah. I was in uh, Nottingham on Saturday morning. We were having a walk around, because we, we don't normally go shopping, do everything online. Yeah. I had a look around uh, a place called HMV, um, a Apparently, they've got more than one store. I'm, I'm sure it's not just a Nottingham thing. <laughs> and uh, looking through and uh, looking through the Blu-rays, I was like, ooh, they've got a 4K section. Like, well, let's have a look through the 4K section. And I was flicking through and I was like, no, no, no. Because uh, for me, a film's got to be really special for me to pick it being 4K. Right, okay. Something that's really going to shine. And I was flicking Batman. through. Um, no, they're doing 4K. Um, not the Batman's. Fucking sad. I know. However, what I did pick up did begin with B. 
Okay. And that was Battleship. Now you told me good films, Darren. Battleship is a massive <laughs> guilty pleasure of mine. Um, okay. There's just something about how silly that film is. The fact that it's battleships against, should we say... Space battleships. Space battleships, but it's just some of the really corny lines in it, some of the corny soundtracks in it, but it's just massive, massive action-packed. Mm. But this thing, yeah, so it was 4K, and it's like, oh, it also does HDR as well. Okay. And it also does the um, uh, the DTSX <laughs> soundtrack. So it's just okay. like the mass atmospheric. And I, so far, I've watched it twice because it's one of those that you start watching because you just get so absorbed in it. It's, um, yeah, I, I really love that film. Uh, I mean, especially that bit where, I mean, you've seen it, haven't you? I've uh, Yeah, I've seen it the once, yeah. So the, you, you get a certain point where there's that ACDC track starting mm. thunderstruck yeah and that with with the system is just like oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> did you want to just buy this the other day and you've already watched it twice yeah 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 yeah, yeah. is deadpool not on 4k yet yeah i've got it i own it on 4k with oh it doesn't have the soundtrack and all that no sort it does of it thing. it's got apps. oh does it all right yeah, okay yeah. right okay so but you've got two i've got four 4ks i think okay so, um max what have we got max pain Deadpool, Battleship. Hmm. Max Payne, my God. Right, okay. And the other one is uh, Warcraft. Warcraft. Right, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was some awesome shit. Yeah. So Terry, we have talked a long time about watching stuff and doing stuff and face palming and stuff we've done. I have two more quick things. One, I've been thinking about watching the Dark Knight trilogy again. And I've been listening to the soundtrack recently, and that soundtrack's awesome, and so are the films. Two, there's an Assassin's Creed anime coming to Netflix. I know, I read that today. So, <laughs> I wasn't so sure if you'd seen it or not, so I'm actually kind of looking forward to that as well. By the guy who did Castlevania? Which is coming out later this month on Netflix, yes, so yes, yeah, yeah. it could be pretty good. Yes, I'm interested in that. So Terry, tell me about... Mm. The film I challenge you to watch. Tell me about The Abyss. I enjoyed it. Okay. I it this was a slog. Uh, no, I, I don't mean that in a, in a in a bad it way. Was it was a long it, film. Yeah, it's a fucking long film, and considering it moves at a glacial pace, um, I, I can see it's not for everyone's cup of tea. Now you've got to uh, think when this first came out, the. Um, the type of CG that was used in it was mm. um, it, it was kind of like when we first saw Bullet Time in the Matrix, um, sure. And, and everyone was like, "Wow, Bullet Time!" In the same way with this, it used some specific CG in it, and it's just like, "Wow, look at that!" It, yeah, I can see that. I mean, this 1989. I'm gonna say this film came out, okay, and the CGI in that actually looked better than some current CGI. Yeah, sure. Um, which is amazing to think. Yeah. Um, it, it's a good film. I, the story, there's not a lot to it, dare I say. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but there are things that happen in that film that are, are pretty interesting. Yeah. I think, to be honest with you, the more interesting thing, because I always do a little bit of trivia 
fact finding stuff about these things afterwards mm. it's kind of the story behind the development of this film sure, and the yeah. production behind it sounds like it was a fucker uh and i think that comes out on screen yeah now there were there were certain bits in it so there was um there was the breathing underwater with certain gel i think it was um, uh. that allowed you to breathe underwater because it yeah um, I, I still remember this day thinking about that, thinking, oh my god, that's horrible. So it was when they started to drown the rat or the mouse Yes. in it, and it's like panicking, and I'm like, <coughs> oh, I need to get my breath back. Um, it's safe to say if you don't, if you have a fear of drowning, <laughs> yeah. don't watch this film. Because um, they fucking abuse you left, right, and centre with that shit. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it had some interesting storyline, kind of like smaller stories kind of running through it. Yeah. Uh, that ended very abruptly. I think the film itself ended very abruptly. Now, I believe there is like a, a, a different m- cut of this film. There is. It adds 20 minutes to that ending. I can't imagine sat watching that because, uh, I mean, the way it ended, yes, it was abrupt. However, that's fine. That's kind of fine where it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I didn't mind it. I thought it was it was pretty good. It was, it felt intense. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Purely, purely because of the whole, I don't, I don't like films where I see people trying to breathe underwater, and it's just fucking horrible. But yeah, I I can see it being groundbreaking. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a bit corny in places, because um, I wasn't so sure what it was going into it and I thought it's kind of, Oh, here's like an army thing and people doing research in an underwater base. And Oh wait, there's like aliens, the fuck. And then the alien stuff kind of comes into its own a bit later on. And yeah, it's, you know what? It was all right. Uh, Like I said, I think the, the troubled kind of production kind of shows in the film itself. Mm. And I think that makes it a better film. Um, I didn't realize. Well, I didn't realize this was a James Cameron film mm. until kind of partway through. And think, is this is this is this James Cameron? You know, and like, yeah, kind of yeah. did, did a bit of cheeky research, and yeah, you can tell it's one of his films, um, because he uses some of the same people throughout. Um, but yeah, apparently Ed Harrison and refuses to kind of talk about this film because it traumatized <laughs> him that much. Yeah, um, yeah, I can I can see why. I mean, the dude had to fucking work in a suit that had water in it that supposedly you could breathe. Yeah, CG wasn't that good back then. <laughs> I'd want to punch James Cameron in the face as well if I had to do that shit and he yeah. didn't fucking, you know, provide me with, you know, air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a basic <laughs> human right. <laughs> <laughs> the fundamental basics of oxygen, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was all right. It's not... It's one of those I could probably sit and watch again, but it might be a while before yeah, I sit and sure. watch it again. Um, it's not something you could just easily pop in and, and just kind of play in the background. It's it's something you do kind of need to watch. And Sure, yeah. 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 But other than that, yeah, I, I enjoyed this film. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I like James Cameron stuff anyway. Cool. Avatar's questionable. I, I quite like Avatar. It's all right. So anyway, the next film you're going to watch is, uh, this was about two or three down the list, but I thought I'd bring it back up because you you like Cruel Intentions. So you like your kind of whodunit, your murder mystery, kind of, kind of, 
let the plot thicken, let some twists and turns. So you're not. None of that was in cruel intentions, but okay. There, there were twists and turns in it. There was plot thickening. I mean, there was thickening of some variety, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, in fact, think about it. You know, uh, I can't remember her name. Um, Starship Troopers. Mm. What was the name of the female pilot? You know the one I mean. Yes, I do. You know that she's hot. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy wild things. <laughs> yes. Uh, Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell. No, it's a fucking. Um, no, no, no. Uh, is it Denise Richards? Denise Richards. Yeah. yeah. So uh, imagine uh, Denise Richards, Neve Campbell. Is that is that a thing you'd like to see? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's gonna be a fresh box. <laughs> <laughs> Tissues on standby. So yeah, it's it's actually uh, I can't remember the rest of the film, but there's this one scene in it, and it's just like, wow. So it's, it, if it was a, like a VHS tape, that part would get worn out. Yes, yes. Right. Yes, okay. Yes. Cool. Um, but I think the story's actually quite good. Um, if I remember right, story. Yeah, there was something about a something. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But okay. we'll discuss on the next episode. <laughs> cool. So yeah, your next film is Wild Things. Sweet. Cool. Right, so let's discuss what we've been reading. So Terry, you haven't been mm. reading anything. I haven't. I've been... So the commutes to work have been... Do you know how you, uh, I think it was the last episode, mentioned that you've been listening to a lot of music? Mm. I've been in a very kind of listening to soundtracks Okay. Phase at the moment. If I've not been listening to podcasts, I've been listening to soundtracks and stuff like that. So I've been listening to more music than anything else. Okay. Um, the podcast stuff I'm kind of leaving for work because uh, okay, sure. I've been in the office by myself. So it's been nice to kind of catch up on some podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. I just want some easy listening stuff at the moment. So uh, yeah, a lot more music uh, than normal. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been doing at the moment. But I did obviously the reading corner stuff. I've I've read quite well. I've read the whole thing. So. Cool. Yeah. What about okay. yourself? Um. So I finished Concrete Blonde. Hmm. Um. So far, I think that's the best Bosch book I've read. Uh, read okay. listened to. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. It, it went in some interesting directions because there was not only was there the court case, but there was also a court drama running through it as well. Right. Okay. So, in fact, Concrete Blonde, I think that is referenced in the season you're going to watch. It's not verbatim the same story, but it's it's right. similar-ish. Uh, but this is great. This is really good. Okay. So I did that, and I thought, right, I need something a little bit more lighthearted. And I think I think it was Dougie that mentioned this one. And it's... Uh... So, you like Alan Partridge? I've never seen anything Alan Partridge wise. <laughs> okay, so so this Alan Partridge, you, you know who he is. I know who he Steve is. Steve Coogan yeah, yeah. is one of his yeah, characters. Yeah. Uh, so over the years, he's done Know Me, Knowing You. He's done. Uh, uh, there's been a fair few of them. Hmm. Um, so this is a book read by Alan Partridge, and it's like a biography. <laughs> but okay. he is read and written in kind of a way as if it was being done for. Um, a movie of his life, right? Okay, and so it's things you can relate to if, if you've watched everything that he's done. Um, but it's from his slightly warped logic. 
Sure. So there'll be certain bits that happen where there is, um, in one of the episodes, he he got a new contract and just as it was going to get signed, the guy uh, passed away. Um, so he used his hand to sign it. So he, he told all that from his point of view. And it's like, oh, and he absolutely, honestly, he signed it on his own. And then, <laughs> but the, 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 it's one of those things that I listened to. I mean, it's only about six hours long. Mm. And as you're going through it, I had a constant smirk on my face um, because just some of the silly, silly stuff is, uh, I mean, he goes through all his childhood and all the rest of it. And it's just like, um, he's like, I will get you and I will kill you, mother, and I will do this. I said very loudly in my head as he punched <laughs> me on the floor. <laughs> but it's just, it's just very interestingly done. Mm. Um, and I, I liked it. It's called, um, yeah, I Partridge. We need to talk about Alan. Right, okay. Which is the Alan Partridge biography. Um, uh, there's, there's another one. There's Alan Partridge Nomad, which I haven't started on yet. Um I feel like I need a bit of a palate clean, cleanser in between, but I sure. really enjoyed what I listened to. It was very easy listening. Um, if you, if you listened heavily to it, um, there was a lot of little sub jokes in there, uh, mm-hmm. just the way it described things. Um, but even if you weren't listening properly, there was still quite a lot in there. Right. Okay. Very clever. I, I liked That's it. Cool. I liked it. Hmm. Um, and then I've started Fear the Survivors, which is uh, the Fear series. So. Probably about a year ago, I did Fear the Sky. Sure, yeah. Um, good book, 18 hours long. Um, narrator, he's a good narrator, but it's very... You've got to be listening very carefully for when he switches between characters, because if you if you concentrate on something else, it, it's very easy to lose track of the story. Right, okay. But the story itself is solid. Um, what I've listened to, I have had to like go back a chapter every now and again and give it, hang on, so where are we now? And who's? <laughs> and it, it assumes that you've read the previous book like um, quite a short while ago because it, mm. it just continues straight after. And I'm just like, shit, who are these people again? Right, okay. And I can't remember who's good, who's bad. Da, 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 da. No, so, previously on. No, no, no. That That's what it kind of needed, uh, but it doesn't give you any of that. So it, it took me maybe about two hours to get reestablished with the characters. Right, okay. So, but yeah, that's not bad at all. Hmm. Um. So Terry, it is time. Time for what, Darren? It's time for the reading corner. Terry, challenge us to go and read Spider-Man Blue. Yeah. Thoughts? I liked it. I thought it was an interesting take on kind of the earlier Spider-Man stuff. So I, I was a little bit confused. So this is, um, so this was uh, six parts, wasn't it? Yeah. Um... Each had its own uh, its own story. Um, mm. Each had the villain of the weeks, shall we say. Sure, uh, yeah. Two of them I didn't know. Um, so towards the end, uh, I think after it got past Doc Croc, um, I didn't recognise the last two. Uh, there was Craven, Craven, Craven. Uh, Craven the Hunter, yeah. yeah. I'm not familiar with that person. He's just a dude that hunts people. Okay. I thought it was okay. I, I was a little bit thrown by uh, MJ in it. I'm used to her as this very timid kind of character, and she, but she was outgoing party girl. 
I thought it was an interesting take on Mary Jane. Um, yeah, it was kind of one of those where I wasn't expecting them to play her that way. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like what they did because... You've, uh, did you read all six issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got through yeah. all six. So kind of the turn near the end. Yeah. Um. Was it? It kind of gave an interesting take on on her character. It kind of fleshed out a bit more. I think. So uh, I, I guess my my only real problem with it was that you could have totally removed the Spider Man character and uh, mm-hmm. left Peter Parker. Taken, taken out Spider-Man, taken about the, the 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 villains, and that story on its own would have been good. Yeah, um, it it had absolutely no need. I I actually found the 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 Spider-Man and the villain stuff a distraction from the main story. Yeah, but the fact that they could humanize Peter Parker and make it interested in the stuff outside of the Spider-Man stuff, mm. I think, is kind of shows that they did a very good job with this particular story. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with it only been six issues as well, it was a it was a nice clean mm. beginning to end sort of thing, and I think the way that it was presented uh, was very good. Um, you know, and the, and the fact that he's recording his thoughts and and feelings about stuff, and it's that's how it plays out, and and that sort of thing. Yeah, I wasn't uh, a bit thrown initially. You know, when it was called Spider Man Blue, and I think the first two or three pages that were just blue, I'm like, oh god, this entire thing's not going to be blue, is it? It's like 134 <laughs> pages. <laughs> It was in, it, I, again the art style. I, I dig the art style. Very old school. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the storytelling was very good in this one. Um, it was a very down, like you say, it was a very downplayed Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, where you could, like you say, you could have got away easily without actually having that in there. But I understand why they threw it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought this was a good. This was a good one. I I enjoyed this one. It was short and sweet, and it it was a good story all around. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't think it's the best comic I've read, but it, it wasn't bad at no. all. It wasn't bad. I mean, there's been some dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought I thought this was one of the better ones. And you know, like I say, with with the Spider Man hypes, because I think it's out near this week. Uh, this week, I think it is. Yeah, this week. Oh, yeah. Think. So by the time we're recording, it'll be out. But uh, I just need a bit of Spider Man in my life, you know. Yeah, I can see why. Uh, it was all right. It was serviceable. It was good. It was all right. Um. The next one, Darren. Hmm. The next one. Um, have you read any Assassin's Creed? No, no, I haven't. Do you want to read some Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah, I do like yeah. the universe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm currently okay. balls deep in some Assassin's Creed, so yeah. Well, I thought we'd enhance the Assassin's Creed, okay. and maybe it'd, it'd give me a, um, without playing the games, maybe give me a bit more feel of the Assassin's Creed universe overall. I understand this is the expansion, expansive universe, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, so the next one's going to be Assassin's Creed Trial by Fire. Okay. Um, this is, a, a by the looks of it, a long-going Assassin's Creed series, but this is kind of like the first collected volume of it. So. Okay. Um, uh, where, but yeah. Where does this fit? Story? Line I have ones? no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, like I say, this is this is to try and help me. I'm hoping that this is going to be like a standalone thing that might have references to the stuff that you'll bring yeah, your yeah. shorts over. But for me, it'll be like, well, okay. um, did but you, I want to. Uh, have you watched the film yet? I haven't watched the film yet. That is on the list of mm, uh, okay. ones I'm going to watch for the next episode because now I'm getting a bit more into the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to watch this and, and maybe get a kick out of it. Cool. Yeah. So the next one's going to be Assassin's Creed. 
Cool. And that was the reading corner. That's it for this episode. Sorry, it's been a bit of a long one, but um, stuff has been happening and things and stuff. You needed to rant a lot. What yeah. Can you say? Yeah. yeah. Bathrooms. Nah. Um, okay. Well, if you want to drop us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to come onto the website where there is content slowly going up, there's yeah. checkpointdone.com. And from there, you can get to the YouTube channel. If you want to find us on Twitter, my personal Twitter is at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. That's me. So until the next show, goodbye. Bye. Bye.